You're listening to episode 233 of the FitzPro podcast. Today we are going over mobility and flexibility and the role of improving range of motion in performance specific to strength and hypertrophy training. I freaking love this topic. The last three or four years, I think this has really become more popularized in the industry as it should. It plays a role. It used to just be pump, 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 build as much muscle as possible. And nobody was looking necessarily at range of motion as an imperative way to do that. So today we're going to discuss the role that it plays in potential strength gains, as well as hypertrophy and muscle growth, mobility and flexibility, how you can implement them into your training or into your client's training. Without further ado, let's dive in. The FitzPro Podcast is your no BS approach to seeking out truth in the world that is online health and fitness. You'll see through the lens of the trainer, the trainee, and the entrepreneur. I'm your host, Annie Miller, certified strength and conditioning specialist, entrepreneur, lover of sleep, lattes, and dinosaurs, aka not your average FitzPro. And my aim is to help you grow your mind, body, and business through knowledge and authenticity so that you too can become a FitzPro. First, I do want to thank Legion Athletics. You guys know I love them. I use their whey protein every morning. It is an easy and quick way to get 30 grams of protein. I was literally just telling Nathaniel the other day that it's such a nice staple to have in my morning, especially basically since postpartum, like I'm Annie does not have time to make herself breakfast. So I down 30 grams of protein of their whey protein. Cocoa cereal is my go-to. It's less chocolatey than chocolate. It's a more muted flavor. And I just love it. I drink it with water every morning, right after I get baby up. And then I have a bagel or some kind of fiber, cream cheese, etc. something to actually eat. But it allows me to get 40 to 50 grams of protein right in the beginning of my day. And it's just a really easy win. So if you are looking to implement either what I consider to be like supplements as far as creatine, pre-workout, whey protein, etc., or if you are looking to just access high quality vitamins, then make sure that you check out Legion. Go to buylegion.com, B-U-Y legion.com. Use code Annie at checkout to save 20% off your first order or get double Legion reward points. So flexibility, to be clear, is the capacity for mobility. I'm going to say it again. Flexibility is the capacity for mobility, just as muscle mass is the capacity for strength output. Mobility can certainly make for superior strength and hypertrophy. I mentioned in another podcast recently that more and more I view mobility as youth. It's a pillar of youth. It is an indicator of youth. I think that's my current hypothesis and belief. I reserve the right to change my mind. Range of motion can be looked at in passive and active lenses. So passively, that's where we see flexibility. Think about sitting in the splits or doing a pec stretch in the doorway. These are passive or assisted ranges of motion. They are not mobility, they are flexibility. Those two things are different, even though they are sometimes used interchangeably, they are not the same. Remember, flexibility 
is your potential for and capacity for mobility. So if flexibility is passive, and this may be review for you, stick with me, then our active range of motion is mobility. How well can your muscles move your joint through its range? Think about sliding into a straddle and using your adductors to pull your legs back up and together. Or for the pec example again, doing shoulder cars. What is your shoulder's mobility? What is your shoulder's current range of motion that you can actively take your shoulder through? Can you simply and slowly take your shoulder through internal and external rotation as you flex and extend your shoulder in as large of a circle as you possibly can? That's mobility. If you've ever sat in a 90-90 with your legs, okay? So we've done 90-90 where you're leaning forward and you're stretching your glute right? That's great. Passive range, flexibility. Now, if you sit in that 90-90 and you try to externally rotate the leg that's in front of you and lift it off the floor, now we're working on mobility. If you try to internally rotate your back leg, okay, lift your foot off the ground and then lift your knee off the ground. Now we're working on hip mobility. If you don't have the passive range, if you don't have the flexibility, you won't have an active range past that point, right? Your flexibility is your limiting factor for your mobility. Now you can improve I know this is where it gets so cool. You can improve your flexibility by working on your mobility, to be clear. If you work on mobility well, um, if you do kind of what I was just talking about with like very, very controlled joint articulations, that's where cars comes into play. You can absolutely improve your passive range by working on your active range. You will not inherently improve your active range by working on your passive range. So while static stretching feels fantastic sometimes, and hey, it can be great for just a parasympathetic exercise for you to do to downregulate your body, do it. Know though that you are not improving your mobility by improving your flexibility. That is not inherently what happens. So what is the role of mobility and flexibility in performance? Let's say strength and movement patterns in this case, and then building muscle, which would be hypertrophy. That's what today's episode is all about. And it matters. It's why mobility is integrated into my Built by Annie programming, because after my back injury, I saw mobility as such a missing piece in traditional strength training programs. Like mobility can have such a positive carryover into building muscle, which is the potential for strength output. Working on your mobility can have such a positive impact on proficiency of movement patterns. So why are we not... I guess taking this low-hanging fruit and working on it and seeing what it can do for our performance goals that we have within strength and hypertrophy, which again is why core and mobility is worked into Built by Annie. If you've never downloaded my three days of mobility and core, there is a day that's specific to upper body lifts, lower body lifts, and a full day, a full body day. I give you videos and actual programming for mobility and core before and after your lift. This is pulled directly from Built by Annie. It's completely free. If you have never downloaded that, I don't plug it enough. <laughs> I will put the link in the show notes for my three-day mobility and core freebie. As a coach or as a trainee, check it out. For hypertrophy, we're gonna look at hypertrophy, then we're gonna look at strength. For hypertrophy, more muscle fiber recruitment 
is one of the things that we have potential to tap into with greater mobility. So more range of motion often equals more stretch leading into a contraction. So we're looking at that eccentric phase of whatever muscle group we are working. If you have a greater range that you can tap into, then we have potential to call upon more muscle fibers in different areas of the muscle. And that just potentially, again, improves our ability to build muscle, to stress more muscle fibers in different areas of the muscle and for those muscle fibers to therefore grow. We also have potential to increase functionality. More range means that hopefully we are safer and able to get into more positions, which again, kind of goes back to if we can do that, then we can access more muscle fibers, potentially build more muscle, yay hypertrophy. You also have the potential, I will say potential. It is not guaranteed having more my mobility does not equal less pain inherently. In fact, hypermobile people struggle with pain a lot compared to someone who's kind of in that middle ground. So you do have potential to decrease pain though if mobility is a limiting factor that is causing pain within your hypertrophy and strength training. The last one we have underneath this hypertrophy umbrella is more range equals potentially more time under tension. Now, if you're keeping the tempo the same across a larger range, you're just moving quicker so you're not accruing more time under tension, but if you are keeping the same velocity through a movement, but you're going into a deeper range, you are going to accumulate more time under tension because you're technically using a slower tempo, right? Hopefully that makes sense to you. If you, if you keep the speed the same, if you keep the velocity the same and you're moving for a longer distance, you will have more time under tension potentially, which can help lead to more hypertrophy or more hypertrophic effects on the muscle as an adaptation. Now, when we look at strength, remember that muscle mass, why we would want to build muscle mass and why I think strength and hypertrophy are often grouped together is because like I said, muscle is the medium by which we express strength. Muscle is how we produce force output, which is strength. The more muscle you have, the more potential you have to build strength. So for strength, similar, more range equals more potential to build strength at different angles. So where more range equals potential to access more muscle fibers, that also gives us access to build strength and proficiency in deeper ranges or larger ranges of motion, improving overall strength of a movement pattern or a muscle group. So if you can tap into strength in a slightly different angle, then you can improve your overall strength of that movement pattern or again, that muscle group that you are targeting. Another positive for strength training when you work on mobility is Loading an end range and pushing that end range can be highly, highly, highly effective for gaining even more mobility under light loads, likely. So we're not going to load a high percentage when the focus is improving mobility, but maybe you're working at lower loads, lower RPEs, but you're gaining range of motion and you're gaining strength within that particular range. You can improve your overall mobility in general. There's lots of research that supports that, which is kind of what I was talking about earlier with the fact that you can actually improve your passive range, your flexibility, by working on your active range, your mobility. 
because you're working your muscles in their end ranges. It is not comfortable to work on mobility, to actually work on mobility. When I use that 90-90 example of sitting on the floor with your knees at 90s, like on your butt, legs facing whatever, I guess the same direction, feet facing the same direction in a 90-90 and you work that end range of holding external rotation and holding internal rotation, that is not comfortable. If you've never done it, give it a go, look it up. Working on mobility is not comfortable, but there are so many positive carryovers to your passive range. And then also strength and hypertrophy, muscle building, if that is something that you're into. If you're listening to the podcast, you probably are. The next thing is more range, like hypertrophy, equals more fiber recruitment if loaded properly, which is potential for strength gains. So if you can call upon more muscle fibers, then we have potential for more force output, which is also a positive carryover to strength. That is strength, okay? More comfortability within a movement pattern. So kind of in hypertrophy where I said, if you're, you know, more functionality or experiencing less pain, ideally, When we're working on mobility, we are creating a more comfortable movement pattern. We're creating more controlled space for movement patterns to live within. And then the last thing is less energy links, links, leaks within said movement pattern. Whether you're doing a squat, a deadlift, a pull-up, I don't care what the movement is. If we are improving mobility and improving a joint's end range and our muscle's ability to control that end range, then we may have less energy leaks because we have built a more proficient movement pattern. We have control through the entire movement pattern, if that makes sense. As I said earlier, hypermobility is also a thing, and it's very important that we gain stability in addition to flexibility, flexibility being that passive range, mobility being the active range. Within that active mobility, we want to make sure that we are creating stability in the joints. But generally for most people, there are few downsides to gaining mobility and strength. Hopefully today's episode made clear some of the benefits that can come from working on mobility. Like I said, mobility is worked into Built by Annie. It is one of the, I would say it's It probably comes up in 80% of the testimonies that we get about Built by Annie is just that people feel so much better having mobility built in daily to their program. It adds maybe five minutes to the program and it is applicable to whatever day they're working on. So hopefully a lot more programs do implement this. I'm not saying I'm the first by any means or that mine is even the best. Um, If you follow Knees Over Toes or ATG, they, you know, are all about mobility. So Be curious. Um, I don't have any other suggestions as far as programs that do implement mobility, but work on it. Know that static stretching, it's probably not your best bet if actually improving mobility is your goal. So Wealth, I believe, is one of the companies. It is the shirtless dude that left Move You. His company is really, really great when it comes to mobility. He shares drills all the time. Doc Jen Fit shares drills all the time. So if you are looking for a way to just kind of be your own guinea pig, check those accounts out. Um, do a Google, you know, join Built by Annie or get my free download if you have no other option um, or if you would actually like to do that. So check the show notes for all of those links. If you are not on my main mailing list, 
check it out. We have options for you. Go to anniemiller.co slash news. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the Fitzboro podcast and I'll catch you in the next one.